Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What, the podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and holy shit, do I feel amazing. You guys, I feel incredible. I hope that's not annoying to anybody who doesn't feel incredible right now, but like, I am feeling very happy. And I'm sorry, who is she? I'm sorry, what? Depressed bitch is happy? Oh my God. Uh, She's so excessive. Um, You guys, wow. Hi. Hello. Jeffree Star, how are you? Um, I had an amazing weekend, you guys. I mean, I cried. What else is new? I'll get to that. It's been an amazing weekend. Trump got impeached today. And I was this many years old when I just learned that that doesn't mean that he's out of office. I'm not going to talk politics because I don't know enough, but um, I know I didn't really like him. So that's cool. But I definitely thought if you were impeached, you were out of office. Like, that's how much I know about the government. I know friends of mine uh, are fans of Trump, so I don't want to, like, piss anybody off. So I kind of jump off the track here. But I will tell this one story about... um, how much trouble I got in on air one time. So I, you know, used to do mornings with Dre Lopez. Best freaking time of my life. I wish I was this happy, like with my own life as uh, at that time, because I think that, God, we could have been, so we were already amazing, but I could have been a little bit more amazing because I was so, uh, I was so lost and depressed, which I still am always depressed, like hashtag mental illness. But wow. Do I feel better now? Anyways, this isn't the story. This is me bragging about how happy I am right now. Relax, she says. Anyways, okay. So one time I was on air and this was like right when Trump was like coming onto the scene, you know, and everyone kind of still thought it was a joke and thought he wasn't really running. And so people were getting Trump stamps, which were, you know, like a tramp stamp is what they call it when you get a tattoo on your lower back. And it was Trump's logo. And I said, wow. That sounds trashy, much like the people voting for them. Now, I didn't know about my friends that voted for him, you know, at the time. They don't think they're trashy, but damn, was that a good line. And you have to admit, you chuckled a little bit when you heard me say it. Now, what I didn't know at the time was that our general manager was a uh, very big Trump supporter. And thank God she called the front desk. Shout out to Mackenzie Mac on air. You can hear her on 100.9 up in Sonoma County and on the crash. She's the best. Love her. Her Instagram is amazing. But anyways, um, she took the phone call and this woman was fucking pissed that I said that. And you know what? It's not the first time I got in trouble on air. It probably will not be the last, but I I thought it was so funny, but I really I really never in a million years would have guessed that we'd be sitting here right now even talking about Trump being in office. So that's a big I'm sorry, what? How? How'd that happen, you guys? Um, anyways, but we're here and he's impeached. So that's the big news that's going on right now. The big news in my life is I'm happy. Um, okay, let me tell you about my weekend. So I met Vanessa Johns when I was in college and I did college radio and she was spunky as fuck. She is one of those bad bitch females that's like, no, I'm going to be exactly who I want to be. I don't give a fuck about your opinion. Like she's a bad bitch. So I befriended her when I became a department head in K-Sun. Um, I was the the business um 
department head, which was very ironic because so basically when you did a show on Kason, you had to buy, you had to get a sponsorship. And Eloy and I were so lazy. Well, we kind of worked hard, but we basically we paid for our own sponsorship. We sponsored our own show. So that way we wouldn't have to go out and look for one. And then the next year I became the head of the sponsorships, which was very funny. But anyway, she took me in. She had this amazing boyfriend, Brian, um, you know, after college when I was like, shit, what am I going to do? I was still trying to work the radio station. I was like you know, working at Chipotle. They took me in. They let me live on their couch. I spilt red wine on their white couch once. I thought Vanessa was going to kill me and she didn't. So basically we've been through a lot and they have been through a lot and they had a beautiful freaking wedding ceremony. It was so gorgeous. She looked amazing. The vows were oh so good. She walked herself down the aisle. I was bawling. Jimmy made us late. Oh my God. I was so mad. Okay, you guys. So work's been like super stressful right now. And I had to work on um, Friday morning. I wasn't supposed to. I took the day off, but I was working from home. And I'm like, Jimmy, like, please, this wedding, I I was a little stressed about it. I know that no one uh, will probably listen to this. And if they do, whatever. Um, I, I've been in a weird place with the group of friends that I share with Vanessa. So I didn't really know how it was going to go going to this wedding. I was super fucking nervous about it. Um, I knew I was going to go no matter what because I love Vanessa. And I was like, no way am I going to miss her and Brian's wedding. They've done so much for me, you know, like whatever. And um, so I stressed about the wedding. I stressed I had to work. I said, Jimmy, can you just be in charge of telling me like when we need to leave? And anybody who knows Jimmy right now is going, Ashley, what the fuck? My boyfriend is so notoriously late. I talked about this in the last podcast. Remember, because he shows up on time. This was the this was the time I needed him to be on time. So it was really funny because he's like, weddings always start late. And I'm like, not Vanessa's. Um, So I ended up having to drive us down there, which was totally fine. I was like hauling butt. I had to give up my white claw to him. I was super pissed about it. But Anyways, I got to slide right in. I made it. Um, got to sit next to Corey and Jessica. They were so much fun. Oh, my God. The ceremony was so beautiful. And, you know, the wedding went great. My, shout out to table eight. We had the best freaking time. I danced with my girl Vanessa all night. And you know what? There were people who weren't dancing. And that's what I want to slide into this. I'm sorry. What? Really quick. Because I don't trust people who don't get on dance floors at weddings. I don't fucking trust you, okay? Because here's the thing. Even Jimmy's not a dancer, and when Jimmy gets drunk, he does this move that we call, like, stirring the pot because he literally will put his arm out and stir it around. It's just incredible. And, you know, I can get him out for at least a, da- a, a song. I've never seen my dad dance at a wedding until Julie Robinson, Julie Robinson, now Schmidt's wedding. He, even he hit the dance floor. Like, everybody hits it for a few songs at least. People were, like, sitting, and I was like, F this shit. Vanessa brought a bomb ass playlist to the game. I am not leaving my girl on the dance floor. I had so much fun dancing with her and it was so great. And then after we went to Russian River and you know what? I I had a really tough experience with some of the people. Well, one of the people in particular that was at this wedding. Um, She was my best friend, you know, and then we had this falling out and you know, we never really talked about it again. And I am sure that in uh, that I hurt her. I am super sure. I am not saying that I had no fault in this fight at all. But I know that I was just totally wrecked, devastated by, you know, 
what happened between us. We never really got to talk about it. That's probably a lot of my bad because, you know, I, I was the one who was like, no, it's cool. I'm over it. And I wasn't being like the fucking dumb bitch that I was. But I was just so nervous about like talking about my feelings because I felt like whenever I s- expressed them, they got shit on and I just never really felt comfortable. And you know what? I got to say like just kind of a goodbye after this wedding and I was a hot mess poor George I call George at like fucking 1030 and I'm bawling then I call my dad I'm just hysterical I send snap dramatic ass snapchats to my friends I love my fucking friends I had mascara on my forehead um Aaron Walthall messaged me and she's like I'm sorry for you but I'm I I literally laughed so hard at that snap I wish I screenshotted it because I was like my fucking face like there's just mascara everywhere I was so drunk I was just bawling and then I cannot tell you I cannot explain to words the amount of relief and happiness and joy that I have felt since I am so glad I was there at this wedding. I'm so glad I didn't let my anxiety get the best of me and not show up because we were totally fine at the, you know, it was totally fine. But I was just like, you know, there are people who come in your life at a time and a reason and they were amazing for that time in your life. Like, I I know I talked about this last podcast and I'm so sorry I'm talking about it again, but like, I just can't get over, you know, the relief that I feel moving on and it being, you know, being this choice that I made, this, this belief that I have that like, I can let go of this and be like, just such a happier person. Like, I don't have any, any regrets about the time that I had. And I am, am very sad to have, you know, lost this group of friends. I'm not saying I'm not friends with any of them, but it was a really tight group of friends that I love to be a part of, but we're all some of us are just so different now. And I am so happy to accept that and not be mad anymore. I don't feel anger. I don't feel depressed. I don't feel and I'm sure those emotions will creep back on me. But God, I just feel so much better. It's like when you finally get over like a breakup, you know, like, oh, my God, with a boyfriend and you're just like, I I only like really feel that my heart was broken probably by the second one. The first one, I think I was just being a total bitch. But, um, you know, it was bitchy back and forth. There's things that he did that were fucked up and there's things I did that were fucked up. And the second guy I really, you know, really invested in and, and believed in this. And then, you know, well, I, I still broke up with him. I've actually never been dumped. So I don't know. Uh, Jimmy could be the one, but considering the amount of times that I break up with him, I don't even think he'd have time. Um, anyway, so overall, I just feel this amazing sense of relief and I'm just so glad for the people that I have in my life right now. Like they all stuck by me through major fights and, um, you know, with other people and even disagreements. I think like all my friends right now, at some point we had to have like some serious talk about our friendship, um, you know, or, or, or something we got in a little, even little tiny fight about. And I feel like, you know, I just trust everybody so much and I'm, I am so happy right now. And I just hope that for everybody else. So if you're in, in this friendship or you're in any relationship at all where you feel not heard and you feel, you know, not respected and you feel like, you know, that person's just taking everything out on you and, 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 you know, and you can't express. And if you can't have a bad day around your friends, like I talk about example, when I went full fucking tequila, Katie, all my friends, I went fucking nuts on my friends one day 
doing tequila shots. Like, I'm pretty sure I was like, I can find other friends. Like, fuck you guys. Meh, meh, meh. Like, total bitch. And the next day I was like, oh, my God, my friends aren't going to be my friends anymore. Guess what? Nobody cares. I mean, my anxiety, I literally was like in a ball. I literally was hiding under my bed. I was like, oh, my God, everybody hates me. But they're like, no, people make mistakes. Like, it's okay. You can get drunk and make a mistake and say something stupid. And we're still going to love you the next day. Like, I remember on my 21st birthday, me being like, I'm so sorry to Julie so many times. And she was like, you're fine. Like, those are the people that you want in your life. And the people who are going to be like, it's okay that you messed up. And, you know, and even if I'm mad at you, like, I hear you, you're sorry, and we're going to work this out and move on. And oh, my God, I just hope that everybody Everyone finds their place where they have good people in their life. And in order to have them, you also have to be one. I can't stress this enough. Like you have to treat people that way. You know, the golden rule, treat people the way you want to be treated. You will get the friends in that you put out and like, wow, this is oh, my podcast is just getting so freaking spiritual, annoying in your face. And I'm sorry about that, but I'm not sorry. Not sorry. Anyways, I'm just really happy. And I saw the Jonas Brothers this weekend, you guys. Oh, my God. It was like I I went with my best friend from high school, Jasmine, and I felt like I was in, you know, 2009, but I was in 2019. They did Camp Rock. Sophie Turner was there. And I I have to say this, and I know I'm going to write, I think I want to write a little blog about this, but I have a new favorite Jonas. I've always had sympathy for Kevin, but I think Kevin is so freaking hot now. He's got that like, I'm a dad, I have my shit together look that I'm into. He grew into his pointy ass ears. His curly hair is no longer. He looks so fine, you guys. I mean, I didn't love his jacket, but there's a part where he like came down on the piano and I was like, oh, fuck, like, Kevin. And I had this conversation at, at my work today because they were like, oh, my God, why are you into Kevin? And then they're like, well, that's because you like old men because he's 32. So is Jimmy. Because I was like, it's out. I was like, he looks like he has his shit together. He's got that like I'm grown up look. And they're like, yeah, that's what you like. And I'm like, yes, because I fucked around with the little boys before. And I don't fucking do that shit anymore. OK, even though sometimes Jimmy can be a 13 year old, but like he's still 32. OK, and that's the kind of shit I was looking for. So I'm sorry, what? But Kevin had one of the biggest freaking glow ups and he's so hot now. And I like Danielle. Is that her name? His wife, I think. But she did a good job. She found him when he looked like a freaking ugly elf. And now he's just he's like he went from like Buddy the Elf to Legolas. You know what I mean? Like, ugh, I just can't. Kevin's so hot. Um, I also went to the Funko Pop store in L.A., which is hilarious because I talk so much shit on those little Funko Pop dolls. And I have to say something. I'm sorry. What what the fuck are those? I know that Eloy collects them, but you guys, I think they're so fucking weird. And the thing is, it was like culty where I went to the Funko Pop store and I got immersed in it and I was into it. Right. I was like, oh, my God, I suddenly wanted to buy one. I saw a Scooby-Doo one. I was like, I'm so into this, blah, blah, blah. You guys, I got home and I took out my little Scooby-Doo. I bought the keychain because it was five bucks. I was like, okay, that is the creepiest, ugliest looking fucking keychain. It doesn't even look like Scooby-Doo. I am going to put this on my Instagram. Please go check the story out right now. I got played by Funko Pop. 
those dolls are so weird looking. My Scooby-Doo thing looks like a psycho murderer. I I cannot believe I got sucked into the cult. I literally was in there and I was like, this is so cool. You can see some of my pictures. I got on the, the mother of dragons. I got on like the dragon and pretend to be her. The experience down there in LA was so much fun. It totally brought me into their cult for a little bit. And now I got home and I'm like, these are so freaking ugly. I'm sorry. What? Please. I can't have another Funko Pop thing. I, I bought one for Eloy because I love him. But like, I think that they're so creepy and so freaking weird. And they're all bobbleheads and they're not all bobbleheads. And I just find that really freaking confusing. I don't like those Funko Pop dolls. I'm done. She's out. She's gone. Um. <laughs> Also, it's freaking Star Wars week, everyone. Hello. She's so excited. Um, By the time this is posted, it should be tomorrow. I know I usually post on Monday and Tuesday, but I didn't even get home until Monday night. And yesterday I saw straight up with Saucy Live. You guys, I cannot wait to get famous enough to have a podcast tour. I was watching her. I'm like, this is exactly, exactly what I want to do with my life is stand on stage and talk to fans and people who came there to see me had the best freaking time have a sparkly microphone like oh my god I loved every minute of it but um like I'm sorry what why am I not famous like that yet that's so annoying I hate it um so anyways it's Star Wars week new movie comes out tomorrow I'm super excited about that I went so Jasmine um and I went to Disneyland for a few hours on Monday morning and she took me right to Star Wars land. I was like starstruck. I'm like, oh, my God, my dream. Like I'm crying. Every emotion's going. And uh, here's the deal, though. Mm, I went on the ride and I kind of hated it. OK, and I feel bad saying that. But like I went on the Smuggler's Run ride. And the thing is, I don't want to spoil anything, but, you know, you can either be the pilot, the engineer or something else. I can't remember. But the way it's set up where it's like if you're the engineer, you're in the way back and you're pushing buttons to like the side of you. But you want to look forward at, you know, like what's going on. And it's super super poorly designed in that front. If the buttons are in front of you so you can still see, like I constantly felt like I was like turning my neck and all the stuff. And what shitty is, because I was telling Jasmine, it hurt my back a lot. But the thing is, is if you get a shitty pilot, which I had, and I didn't know them, but they just kept running into shit. And it was like shaking the whole ride and my back hurt so bad. It was just basically like being on one of those stupid rides at Universal Studios where you're in a chair and it's shaking. Like it felt really cool. They did the Millennium Falcon like super great. Sorry, I just hit my mic unprofessional. Um, But I was just so like, uh, really? Like I have to turn. I didn't like it. And I didn't get to go to the cantina. I'm sure that would have been my favorite part because like we know like I, I got to drink all weekend and, and I've been so happy about it. I got drunk last night. It's the best. Um, But yes, I, I I'm sorry. What? But come on. You got all this money. You're freaking Disney. And you couldn't think, hey, maybe people don't want to like turn to the side. Because you have to look at the wall. So either way, you're like, body's got to be turned, but all the action's happening in front of you. I don't know, you guys. I was, I had so much fun on it. But when I thought about it later, I was like, I'm thoroughly pretty unimpressed by this. Like, it really did just remind me of another ride at Universal Studios. And what I like about Disneyland rides is they're like actual rides. It's like a coaster, you know, or like, you know, I want to go on the teacups, by the way, like no one ever wants to go on the teacups with me when I go to Disneyland. So if you are a Disney person who likes to go on the teacups, like hit me up so we can go together. Um, slide in my DMs. And yeah. So anyways, it's it's too much. 
Also, speaking of DMs, I think it was Liam Payne. Uh, he said that Puss Malone slid into his DMs to tell him that he loved him. And I'm like, hi, what did Liam do? He covered one of your songs. I advocate for your sexiness on a daily basis. And you couldn't slide into my DMs and say, I love you. Like, I'm Post Malone. I'm sorry, what? Get it together. Someone out here is advocating for you to be, you know, people's sexiest man alive. And I appreciate if you just showed me a little bit of love back. Okay. I can cover one of your songs, you know? I'm a sunflower left in the dust. Oh my God. That was the other. Okay. <laughs> ah, I love this podcast because it's just me and I'm spazzy and I hope people love it and whatever. But I told Jasmine this weekend that I want my, that Jimmy and I, have talked about it and I thought it would be really fun for our first dance song to be Sunflower by Post Malone. And she kind of looked at me like, you're a freak. And I was like, why? You know? And then I was like, oh, wait, do you think that's a breakup song? Because in my, here's how I interpret the song. He says, you'll be left in the dust unless I stuck by you. You're a sunflower. I think your love would be too much. And I feel like that's Jimmy and I because I'm a sunflower. I'm a fucking nut and I have so much love to give and I run around and like I kind of need to be like planted sometimes like I need to get grounded and I feel like he's so calming and he's so collected and like not a psycho that I feel like he plants me, you know, like I'm the sunflower and he's the soil. No, I'm going to put a vote. I'm going to put a poll on my Instagram. I want to I want to know, do you think that this song would be an appropriate first dance song? Yes or no? Do you think it's a breakup song? Let me know. I am not. Hi, I'm not engaged. Just planning my first dance, planning my whole wedding. Ugh, Jimmy had the audacity to say at Vanessa's wedding that we were going to have a destination wedding. And I was like, literally, no. <clears throat> and I want you to know that's not shit talking on destination weddings. It sounds like a great idea, but. I'm such a psycho. Like, I think I need to be able to go see my venue all the time. Like, no. Also, I'm controlling. Like, I'm nuts. Why? I, I could not handle not being in control. And I mean, I know that people do that because they're like, I don't I don't want to deal with the drama of inviting people. And even Julie's been like, I think you're going to need a destination wedding because you're you're going to have too many people to invite. But the thing is, I want all those people there. Like like most of them, I would say that not really any of my people that I wrote out in my mind are like obligation people, you know, plus I just like cut some this weekend. OK, like relax. And um, because I stand by the fact that I think my parents are going to have to pay for people that I don't think should be there unless they they can give me a lump sum for them but like they're gonna have to pay for people I don't want to be there I told him a thousand per person that they think should be there and I don't and I stand by that rule so um if you're a family member that thinks you might get cut you better get all my parents good graces because they're gonna have to pay for you to eat <laughs> oh weddings so crazy I Jimmy we were done with Vanessa's and I'm like He's like, oh, my God, we're we're done with wedding season. It's not like Jimmy, like, doesn't love the people that are getting married, you know. But if you're not, like, immersed in, like, like, he has two friends, okay. He's got two, well, he's got Alex. He's got three, three friends, three best friends now, you know, that I would say that he talks to regularly. So one of them got married last year. So Jimmy was was probably expecting to go to, like, I don't know, like, one more wedding, maybe. And now he's going to like one a month 
Like he's so overwhelmed and I get it. But I mean, I don't because I'm like, why would you not want to come to a wedding with me? Free booze, free food, love, tears, dancing, like the fuck you get to celebrate someone's love and be there and be a part of like the best day of their lives. Like, whatever. I guess everybody doesn't think like me. Um, I don't I don't get it. And you get to spend a whole day with me. Like, isn't that enough to want to go? I don't know. And I and I get dolled up. And y'all know you see my gram. I don't get fucking dressed every day. I barely I barely shower. So I when I, I'm at a wedding, I turn out my best looks. You would think that you would want to be my arm candy for that. But no, I guess not. Whatever. Um. So I was like, oh, yeah, no more until 2020. But when you really look at it, like the next wedding that we have is in is in March. And then so I accidentally said that. And I was like, oh, yeah, the next one's in two months. And I I mean, his whole demeanor just changed. And but I was like, I mean, it's we got one and then we got Jillian's. And as of right now, I don't have any more. But, you know, they always sneak in. Um, So if you're getting married, I'm ready for it. I'm a great guest. Um, I usually do buy a presently, but that's OK. And um, yeah. Anyways, friends, this has been I'm sorry, what? I'm so happy to be back podcasting with you guys. I really hope that um, one day I can be Stassi level famous and go on tour. And please tell your friends about my podcast. Please rate it um, on on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. I really want to be great. And, you know, if you have suggestions, if you think I say like too many times or you think I'm annoying, you know, you can let me know in, in a nice and, and constructive way and I'll, I'll, I'll take the feedback. And um, OK, I am heading out of here. I'm going to go to bed and get my snooze on. And yeah, and don't forget, you know, believe in yourself. If you're having a hard time with a friend, you need to talk. You can always come into my DMs. They are open for you. Okay. Love you. Bye.